Welcome to Life Talk 21, the show designed to motivate you, to inspire you, and give you strategies to help you live in the 21st century. And I don't want you to just live. I want you to be successful. And I'm your host, Eric Wortham. And uh, today, I was just compelled to talk about a subject that has uh, been on my heart for a while now. Uh, Something that I uh, feel like now is the time for me uh, to discuss it. And it's a subject that really, when you hear the two words that I use as a subject, they really should not go together. But unfortunately, over the years with tradition and all of those things, uh, they go together. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty confident about uh, the way I feel about this, I am. I'm really com um, confident about it. It's called compassionless Christianity. Compassionless Christianity. Yes, those two words should not be in the same phrase together because the main tenet of Christ Christianity is love. It's compassion. What we saw Jesus do, most of his ministry, all of his ministry, basically, the part that we know about, he showed compassion for individuals. He did. He did. Now, a lot of Christians used that one time that he turned over the money tables. He did. One time. <laughs> but all the other times that we hear about what he was doing, he was showing compassion. So I would think that uh, the compassion should outweigh that um, one time when he overturned the money changers table. So, but it's it's in my heart, and and that's my goal is to prove within these fifteen or twenty minutes or so that uh, it's true, it's true. And and I I'm gonna be honest with you, I I really don't believe that a lot of people that do the things that they do plan it. Some people do. They're not doing it intentionally. I think it's like a subconscious type thing. You get into a tradition and you really never uh, challenge or study, you know, that tradition to see where it came from. And, you know, uh, just a lot of different things. We just, we just adapt it and that's it. That's how everything is. Well, 
you know, it, this is not new. What I'm going to talk about is not new, and I'm going to show you that as well, that, you know, when Jesus was here, it was the same concept. So, but it's compassionless Christianity, because this is the thing for me. It hurts my heart to say this. It really does. But it's more of the Christian folk that I know, friends that I have, more of them are hateful to people than the heathens, you know, or the others, whatever you want to call them. They really are. They really are. Christians, especially traditional Christians, can be brutal. They really can. In the way, I'm talking about in the way that we handle people, the way that we deal with them, the way that we try to help them, it's it's cruel. It's not in the way that Jesus did it, except for that one time. <laughs> except for that one time when he turned tables. But all those other times, and there was a lot, he showed compassion for people. But to my dismay, that's what I found out years ago as a pastor, a young pastor, though. But I I really love God. I do. And I love what I do. I love people. I love helping people. And because of that, you know, it causes me to um, investigate. I have to investigate. You know, when I study, it's not just I'm just reading. And I even went to the point that I was like Paul. Paul, uh, one time, as he was um, as he was describing his credibility to some people, you know, Paul was like, uh, I didn't go around the disciples. I wasn't with them. I learned mine from God. So I took his advice when he did that. I did the same thing. I said, God, help me to not bring the Church of God in Christ, United Methodist, Baptist, those things that was uh, biased in me helped me not to bring those into when I studied so that I can hear what the words say, hear what you want to say. And that's, that's why I walked away from the church because I felt like I was preaching things that did not make sense to me. And I'm confident of that now. I really am. But let's dive into it. Compassionless Christianity. Uh, I want to explain it this way. The reason I know that it's nothing new that Jesus had to deal with the same thing because Jesus, when he was responding to a, um, a lawyer that asked him, you know, he was intrigued about this movement. Uh, Christianity is what it becomes, but it wasn't Christianity then. It was just, you know, the followers of Jesus. But he was intrigued, and he wanted to know, how do I be a part of this amazing group? And Jesus said, love God with all your heart, your mind, your strength. Love your neighbors as yourself. That's what he said. That's what he told the lawyer. Well, the lawyer, just like many of us, say, well, who who is my neighbor? Who who is my neighbor? And so he used the parable to describe who a neighbor really is. And uh, the parable is about this traveler, uh, this uh, supposedly Jew who was uh, beaten, you know, uh, clothes taken, 
and basically left half dead. And in the parable, he talks about how a Jewish priest and a Levite, you know, he used these people because in that time, those were like the, uh, like the Christians supposed to be. Now that's what the, you know, uh, the Levites, they was in control of the law, uh, you know, and just the priest, you know, he uh, served the people when it comes to uh, forgiveness. And so he used those two to make this an example about who is a neighbor. And so he said, both of them saw the man and they basically saw the blood and all that, and, you know, for them, touching him would have violated the law because he's got all this blood, you know. So it was a lot of things going on with this guy that made them in their tradition and law not want to go by him. So this, this, the parable tells us that they walk on the other side of the street and pass him by. And then it says that a Samaritan, now a Samaritan, he used a Samaritan. Jesus, he don't just pick people. He's intentional, just like God, systematic intention. He picked people for a purpose. The Samaritan and the Jews don't like each other because the Jews are the holy people and the Samaritans are basically the, uh, the sinners. They're the heathens. But he chose to say that this Samaritan was the one that saw the man there, helped him up, helped clean him up. Not only that, but he took him to a hotel, put him up, and told the hotel keeper, look, charge me for whatever he needs. How much time he needs, charge me for that. And Jesus said, which one of those individuals showed that they were neighborly. And he said, I suppose the one that showed mercy. And he said, you're right. <laughs> the one that showed mercy and the one that needed mercy are neighbors. You know, they are. And again, not so much different than what Christians do today is we choose our traditions over compassion. We tr choose our traditions over showing people love. We do, just like they did. The law prevented them from touching the blood, make them unclean. So they don't want to be unclean, so they rather not show love and compassion. And that's where we are. That's where we are. We don't show compassion for people because we come at them with these terror stories. You just need to pray to God. You just. That's how most Christians come at people. That's not compassion. Look at how Jesus, Jesus, you know, he dealt with all of those things, the same things that you deal with today. Most of his opposition was from religious folk that were mad that he kept showing compassion rather than keep the law. It's in the Bible, y'all. It's in the Bible. He healed people on the Sabbath day. They were mad. 
they were mad because it breaks the law, breaks the tradition. But he did it anyway because he's love. That's, I mean, that's, that, that's where it is. That's where it is. Compassionless Christianity right there. Jesus was telling. He even went on to tell us more about, you know, what love is. He did. But you know what happened? Is because we don't like some of the things he said. We made justifications for it not meaning what it meant. You know, because this is what he said. This is how you love. In Matthew 5. 42 through 45, he said, but I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Not only did he say that, he said, if somebody hits you on this cheek, turn to him the other. And we don't like that because it makes us seem like punks and wimps. So we changed it to say, that's not what he really meant. Yes, he did. Every single one of these saying the same thing. Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for those that despitefully use you and persecute you. That's the, all of them are the same thing. Turn to them. And this is how I know it's, it's true is because I used it myself in changing student behavior. I didn't do what they did. And Jesus says that. He said in one situation, he was like, you know, everybody love, anybody can love somebody that only loves them. You know, they, he say the heathen even does that. That's nothing. But what about loving somebody that hates you? He said that. Okay, he say even the heathen do the other thing. So learning how to not respond the same way that other people do. Let's look at City on the Hill a light to the world. <laughs> what, what all of those things are talking about this. We are supposed to be showing people how to be compassionate and they're beating us. They're showing more, more compassion than we are. He said it right there. He said it right there. And look at this too. In John, he said, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay one's life down for one's friend. Because, again, he said it was demanding commitments that they failed to keep themselves. That's what we're doing. We're demanding those commitments from people and we turn them away and we don't even keep them ourselves. We're telling them not to lie and we do lie sometimes. We're telling them just you just don't have enough faith and we cry when we go through stuff. Yeah, we're not being real. And it's compassionless Christianity. 
I mean, that that's what I mean. It's right here. All you have to do is go back and read because it's legalism. Legalism says this. You need to do this in order to get salvation. That's legalism. You got to do this. Look at all the things we've been doing in tradition. You got to wear a dress. You got to do this. You can't play sports. Yeah, I mean, all of these things that we made up, you know, is legalism because you got to do something. Christianity says believe in Jesus Christ and accept him as your Lord and Savior. Jesus himself says love God, love your neighbor. You know, those are the things that we need to focus on. And I hear a lot of them, you know, God is mad because we're not, we're sinning all the time. No, God is mad because we don't show compassion. We're, the Christians are last in showing compassion to people. We're last. We're last. You know? And I know a lot of people are going to, you know, say some things about me, but this is what I'm on now, the truth <laughs> that God gave me, that God gave me, you know, and you can look it up. Everything that I just showed you, because I know some people say scripture, look at the scripture, people right there. That's the thing. And I know, you know, a lot of them go say, but he did one time in 33 years, turn over money changer table. One time, one time. Bottom line is this. Above all, we must show compassion. Jesus did. He did. Yeah, a lot of the problems with uh, that other people had with Jesus, the religious people, is that he, he focused on showing compassion more than he did keeping their traditions. They didn't like that. He was willing to help people, heal people on the Sabbath. You know, he was doing things. He was working on days, eating, you know, when they shouldn't be eating. But he was focused. Even a guy that was put out of the community had to live in the tomb. Jesus would go and speak to him. You know, so he was doing things that was against their tradition because they were more focused on those things than they were showing love and compassion. We got to change that. Okay? We got to change that. I'm Eric Wharton. Remember, we got to be all we can be by doing what? By doing what? All we can do. All right. Let's do it.